I have never desired your good opinion. People fear what they do not understand. I have a headache, a badge, and a gun. Power is yours. Behave. I was just trying to start a conversation. And share the wonders I've seen. Hi, and welcome to The Wonders I've Seen, where there's no such thing as weird or normal, there's just different. I'm your host, Tanagra, and today we'll be discussing STD Season 2. It's Twist's one-year anniversary, and we're joined once again to discuss all the STDs by my friend, JX. Say hey, JX. Hey. So, my liquid nourishment for today is sangria with all the fruits and some sort of Korean tea. Borichan. 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 <laughs> Bodicha? Close enough. Okay, you know, look, we'll practice our <laughs> Korean later. All right. And JX, what are you drink? Oh, you're drinking like the same thing? I'm drinking sangria and I still have coffee with Bailey's. Excellent. Excellent. I have done tea with Bailey's. I approve. Mm -hmm. So grab your own liquid nourishment listener, sit back and relax as we share the wonders of STD. And yeah, we're sticking with the STD. I'm not sticking with that. It's the acronym. Yeah, but it's called Disco. Fine, fine. We'll call it Disco. To be fair, I like the season better, so it can be upgraded to Disco. So, a year ago, we talked about season one, and having re-listened to our hour and 30, 45 minutes of talking about how crappy it is, um, I'm excited to have a more positive episode one year later. I know, but I feel like I kind of changed my mind about that, especially after re-watching um, TOS. Because I'm tired of people, as you know. I'm okay. Tired of, okay. I'm tired of, of op-eds. I'm tired of think pieces. And I think I was just listening to too much of that. Because instead of going on a, I just want my entertainment to entertain me, mm -hmm. instead of really just enjoying it. Yeah. You know, or I want to enjoy my entertainment. And I, I feel like I was thinking too much into Star Trek to really think, to really kind of grasp. Actually, I enjoy sitting, I enjoy watching this, or I had, wouldn't have watched all of the well, episodes. So we talked about that last, yeah. like, we talked about that about season one, and we said that we enjoyed it, but we thought it was a good sci-fi show, not necessarily a good Star Trek show. And which, if you were the, huh? Which I think, I'm not sure is a bad thing. I, I don't necessarily think that now, but I still don't think season one overall, because like after we talked about everything, right? So the big things we talked about were the unbelievable romances that we both mostly watched it because it was led by two women of color and like the Star Trek universe, which you just don't get. And then of course they killed off one of them and then brought her back because they realized ha, 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 she's a wonderful. And then we also talked about um, basically it all it all came down to the writing wasn't good right mm -hmm. the storyline didn't follow through the writing was bad therefore you didn't know some of the characters names even though you're supposed to have some emotional investment in them and i feel like all the things that we didn't like about it like the lack of foresight not giving the characters enough depth not yeah. creating relationships among the crew i feel like they actually tried to do all of that this season right but what i'm saying in the whole star trek realm that um I'm not sure because I think it unfairly gets ranked as the worst Star Trek. And I don't know if I agree with that because I think when I rewatch the other ones, I would have just as much criticism. See, I still I still like feel like I can't make that judgment because I still haven't watched Enterprise. Okay. Yeah. I so, need to watch Enterprise, so I can't say if I think it's the worst or not, because I only watched 
one season of Enterprise. Because I, I, I never like finished it. Some of mine, when I ranked it the lowest, was nostalgia. But now that I'm rewatching it, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> no, mm. you know. So and and fairly, I can't say the same with um, Next Generation or with the um, Deep Space Nine or with Voyager because I haven't rewatched those. So I still have nostalgia and I still think like, oh, those are the best, right? I mean, I feel like. But I think it also depends on what you're judging by the best, right? Like, what are you saying is good? Are we talking about I'm the characters, character development? All of it. Entertainment? The whole thing. Character development, all of it. Writing? writing. Yes. Writing? Yes. Writing? If we're, okay, see, I feel like you have to judge it on each individual level. Because if we're talking about writing, then I don't think that the writing of... But I, I, can't, I have to say, I think that the writing of... Disco was probably of their first season was on the same level as the writing of TNG first season. I think uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine were more thought out, but I also think that's because literally those shows, one, they overlapped, right? And they knew that was going to happen. But also, two, their entire, the stories were written to go on for seasons, right? Like mm -hmm. they knew they were going to get to the Dominion more when when they're introducing all those people in the first season of Deep Space Nine. They knew that they were going to get like, lost in a different quadrant, right? Like, I feel like those were different. But TNG and Disco, if we're just talking writing, I think they're about on the same level. A lot of people who they want you to be emotionally invested in, and they don't really know how to do it. So uh, I can't, yeah, I mean, I can't like, once again, I can't include Enterprise in my assessment, though. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm only including Enterprise in, in the original series. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I would say... The original series is its own animal for me. Um, and, yeah. Like, it's just its own animal I mean, I mean, here's the thing. It, and and I've, I've been thinking about this because mm -hmm. um, I was actually thinking of this because someone uh, someone wrote a thing piece <laughs> about how we should give homage to Babylon 5 um, for um, Game of Thrones. But give homage to Babylon 5 for Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. But see why I don't like new pieces. Anyway, so, and it's because, and this is the reason. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was the reasoning? Their reasoning is because these weren't episodic. They're serialized. But I feel like. Wait, wait. Because Game of Thrones is not episodic? And Babylon 5 supposedly was the first um, serialized show, which is Yes, because if anybody's ever watched Days of Our Lives with their grandmother, it knows that that is one ongoing 40-year story. I would say, do they mean, like, in the genre, like, in non, do they mean in the fiction? I didn't, like, I didn't completely read it, because I, I was just like, um, it's a stretch to me, because they're not even really the same genre, in my opinion. No, that's what I'm saying, and, like, I'm confused by the statement. And, I mean, we could go, I mean, in that case, uh, we can actually use Twin Peaks, which I think is, came out earlier than Babylon 5, and, like, was a lot more popular than Babylon 5. Um, yeah, I really think that we just have Harry Potter to thank for Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, because people wanted to invest in fantasy. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's, like, I don't feel like television is what inspired HBO to invest millions in a television show in all well, honesty. He's, I think they like, were writing more, like, because it's a serialized, but but Babylon Five wasn't the first show to do that, right? I mean, really, most soap operas did it. 
Yeah. And really, Babylon 5 was just a soap opera in, in space. space. Exactly. So, if, like I said, if we want to give homage, it would be like Days of Our Lives or One Life to Live or General Hospital, right? Because right. those were ongoing stories. For that never, decades. Yeah. Because yeah. you could pick up on any of those shows and probably yeah. know what's going on within, like, a week. Right. That's <laughs> because you, you know these people. Yeah, it was a crap op-ed. I'm so, sorry. but it did get me um thinking about how we watch television now mm. and how a lot of shows anymore are not episodic. No, most no, aren't. Most aren't. And so it's interesting to me because you know, I Watch. I do watch some episodic shows. I because I feel like your criminal, those criminal processing yeah. shows. Process. We shows, actually talked about these when we talked about the show the last time. Yeah, are some of them are episodic. Right. You know, Law and Order, my fave. Yeah, is episodic. But you can also watch them as standalone, right? Which I feel like a lot of Star Trek earlier, which is why it's harder to um, put discovery into this into uh because I, I feel like uh, discovery might be an animal of, on its own because it is serialized not episodic because a lot of i can go in netflix and just watch an episode of tng without watching i could just pick a random completely and um the same with um um somewhat the same with ds9 until later um later seasons yeah and, um, Voyager, honestly. Yeah. Um, Enterprise, maybe starting the second or third season, it starts to get, I think it was only four seasons, but it starts to get serialized because then you have to kind of know what happened. That's the, what I've heard. And like it goes back in time yeah. or something. I really got So that it, it could start to get serialized. But then yeah. I'm thinking, so I was thinking about this with Discovery that because it was created in. 2018 or 2017. Right. Um, how successful would an episodic show be now since that's not really the way we watch television? So even like one of the issues that people have with Discovery is that you can't binge it, you know? So, I binged it. Right, because you're not watching it in real time. But I think that's also, I read some reviews about the show after it, fin- after it had finished, right after I had finished the season. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned this because I read reviews of people who watched it as it was released one at a time. And then it contrasted so differently, so sharply against what I experienced because I binged it. So I didn't have the feeling of this is a, oh, this episode, nothing's accomplished or, oh, this episode doesn't do anything or, oh, this episode moves too fast. Because when you binge it, you're watching it like a really long ass mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It's a completely different but experience. I feel like a lot of, Shows nowadays, and I mean, we could that this is a completely other discussion. Yes, is that it's made to be binged, yeah. and even um, even though like CBS releases one episode a week, they don't even, expect you to watch it like they, that. Yeah, they, I'm sure they expect people to no um, hoard five episodes and then just binge five episodes precisely, or because that's how I watched it, and I thought it was great. It builds with the same rhythm. Of a film. Well, this season I did watch uh, week by week. Oh, how did you like it? I liked it. I still liked it. Yeah. But I think I still would have watched it, of course. Right. I mean, I still liked it. And, I mean, it 
I actually, because time has been so irritating in my personal life, yeah. trying to fit things in. Because um, sometimes I get stressed when there's too much, too much, too too much content to watch, right, or to catch up on. Yeah. So then I, I'll just not watch it at all. Yeah. So it only having, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, there's only one episode. I only can watch, you know, an hour of TV tonight anyway. Right. So I'll just watch this. Yeah. So I mean, for me. That worked. But I do understand why, you know, I mean, I do understand the serialized thing mm-hmm. method because that's how TV is mostly like you, you very, yeah. you get very few episodic. Yeah. I'm going through like the shows that I watch, at least the genre shows specifically that I watch. And I can't really think of any of them being episodic. I think the last one that I watched that was episodic was... The show Forever with that guy who was a doctor and he would die. Oh, yeah. And he was like... But that is like... See, that's right. like cross genre, though, because really it's still kind of a criminal... What do you call those shows? Oh, completely. It was criminal um, procedure? A, a criminal procedure Yeah, show. every single one was like... And even those are starting yeah. to get serialized, right? Well, because I, they um, have the, like, the outside of the, the office, office workplace right. drama. Yeah. Or they have, like... So I watch Criminal Minds. And still? That show is creepy. I, I love it. it. The show's too creepy for me. It's a good show. It's creepy, though. But, you know, they have, like, one serial killer that they can't catch for yeah. two, over two seasons. But every other show is still Monster of the Week. Right. You know, and so it's kind of episodic, but then it's kind of not. So they're kind of trying mm-hmm. to make it serialized and yet keep their old format. Um NCIS is starting to do that, too, where you have this one terrorist organization that they have to get rid of. And um, but each other of the other episodes are like separate, separate. But see, I think in some ways that would work. That that's exactly what Discovery was doing. Right. Because overall, we have the Red Angel. We're trying to figure out who the Red Angel is. But But then you have like the. The smaller, but even those smaller conversations, I guess you could say, are the smaller storylines, they still carried over right. for more than just one, one episode. episode. Which I think is the format of most television today, right? Yeah, but I, I liked it. I think it No, I, I agree. I just think that's just a different way that we watch television. So yeah. why it's hard, for me, it would be hard to actually compare it to a TNG or to a... a, a yeah, that's fair. To a Voyager or something I think because... It, yeah. Um... Because they're they those are episodic, you know. I mean, they might have Voyager is definitely very episodic, and so is TNG. So is TNG. And I mean, they'll have I, themes, I think, but yeah. it's it's really like you can cut into any episode and just start from there. Yeah, I think with the exception of Deep Space Nine, you don't really you don't get it. And once again, like I said, I haven't watched Enterprise, and but then, yeah, huh. and those are later too. So. If no, completely. TNG started what, in the late 80s, so it's like... Yeah. But also, they actually said that TNG actively didn't... Actively, like, they wrote it to be episodic. They don't want I mean, they, of course they, things but that everything, continued. But everything in the 80s... Everything right. in that era was... Right. So doing so, it... Trying it with Deep Space Nine was something new. Right. That they were doing with the franchise, and because then they weren't certain. at that point, when D, uh, when DS9 comes out, right, mm-hmm. you already had shows like X-Files that right. started doing the serial, serial yeah. thing. And then you start getting other shows in the genre that get taken... Like, we, then we have The Wire, and then we have, yeah. you know, all of these Wait, the other... The Wire is not in the genre. It's not, but... It, you can't, it's not in a vacuum. 
People don't oh, yeah, just yeah. watch one genre, right? No, no. So but if I'm like, if I'm like, oh, this is a great show, you mm-hmm. know, even someone who's in another genre is going to kind of take that writing yeah. format. That's so true. it's like, The Wire is great, right? Yeah. Oz is good. The Sopranos, all of those, right? Yeah, they they're start very similar. To be, right. So you start yeah. getting these high, and then it's just like. Then you get something like Battlestar Galactica right. that does the same. But that's over the, all the seasons, which I, I feel like that's definitely what Discovery is trying to do, which one of the things that we said last time we spoke was that we thought that they had placed it in the wrong timeline and that we thought that maybe they should have done it as a sequel to Deep Space Nine. So now, having watched the end of season two, do we think they're going to fix that with having Discovery go into the future? Of course, the big question is that Michelle Yeoh's ca- character, Emperor Giorgio, is on Discovery, as far as we know, going into the future, unless she, like, jetting herself out with a pod that we just didn't see, right? Because mm-hmm. she has her own series. Well, well, and this is kind of something I want to renege on after watching the season and, after, and currently watching um, the original series, mm-hmm. is that... Um, I kind of wish that the producer maybe just went with, I don't really care if you guys don't like the continuity. <laughs> you know, honestly. See, I cannot agree with that. I feel like if they I feel like if they wanted to establish their own timeline, I'm fine with it. I don't care. Like TOS is so bad. <laughs> but that does but right, I don't right, And but, I just feel like, I mean, it's it's kind of like um, I just, I, I was like, I don't want to hold on to this. But that's, I don't have a problem I, with them redoing it, but I think they are actively trying to I just fit into like, it. I just felt like, why? Like, just make make your own, it's like... But that's just, what I'm saying. Do your own timeline, make your own story. But they are actively trying to fit into it with the Christopher Pike. They even did a, an interspersed cut yeah, of, did that. you see that, yeah. right? Of the, fir- of the last series, the last shot of... Of the Enterprise, okay, yeah. right, of Pike with the first shot of episodes of TOS. Mm-hmm. Like, they are actively trying to fit into this into the timeline. So, like, for me, if you're going to try and fit into it, fit into it. If you want to do your own thing, go do your own thing. Like, that's why part of me is hoping that, like, Discovery is only in the future now. It's what I she, mean, it is. 950 years in the future. Yeah. Right, like, I'm hoping that, like, Emperor, Emperor Giorgio, like, took a pod and jettisoned herself out and that's how we get her series. Because we know her Section 31 series is coming where she's head of Section 31. We know that's coming. I'm assuming Ash Volk Tyler is also going to be on that series because at the end of the season, they're saying he's in charge. They ask him to be in charge of it. And he's like, oh, I stayed back here. That's why he had his dramatic goodbye scene with Burnham, which really wasn't that dramatic because I still don't believe them as a couple. Right? So I'm hoping that D- Discovery will now be completely in the future. I would love if it was like Burnham and her mom and like the crew like trying to start a new life. I would love that. But I don't like the fact that if you're, they have tried so hard to fit into the timeline, but yet at the same time, they haven't. Like, I feel like they no, could have done the same like, story without all of the drama. Like, not that I minded it, but I like, just, I just like, didn't think it was necessary. I but here's the thing. If I'm just, if I'm, if I'm watching it as a, a I was about to use a tech term user, but if, if I'm uh, just watching it without, just watching it as a watcher. Right. If I'm not reading any producer notes, if I'm not reading up on any of it, if I'm just watching the show, I don't care. 
But see, I still do. I just watched it. I didn't read anything when I was watching it. No, but you know, because I didn't know that it was supposed to be in continuity. You only know that if you read up on it. No, you can know, you can tell by watching it. When they're talking about like, it literally ends with them like playing the yeah. music for TOS. And I was yeah, like, are like, you even serious? That, even that, I'm just like, okay, maybe it's a, it could also be just like a, a nod too. They do it in comic book movies all the time. No, they literally sing they like, like we're being eggs. hailed by the the. I know. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it could have been an Easter egg. People do that all the time as well. And it's not in continuity. They do it in comic book movies all the time. And they just take a little bit from a source material that's like, hey, geeks, here's this thing is. But it's really its own thing. Right. But they haven't. I mean, like. I think I would have been okay with that if they would have, once again, if they would have just established their own timeline. I think that's why I didn't care for it because like they didn't establish their own timeline when in all honesty, there was no reason for them to stick to the current timeline. It didn't make any sense that they were even okay. trying to. But this is just, I mean, this is good. You it's know? a difference of opinion. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> excited. I'm really excited to see what they do next season. I thought this season was a lot better written. I appreciated the fact that they showed us the bridge crew had names. Huh? Like they had lives outside of the bridge. I love the scenes um, where they were sitting like around the lunch table and they were like playing the game and like those interactions or when like Am Amina, the robot, mm -hmm. like I love that scene where they're going through her memories and showing her life on the bridge. I wish we would have actually seen more of that. Like in, in the episode, like some of my favorite scenes from TNG are when they're like, we're going to the aerobics class. Or, oh, okay, now we're gonna talk about like, uh, you know, poetry together. Like, like, right, I love those just like everyday personal reactions because we don't really get that a lot with Discovery. And I feel it's because they're trying to cram so much action into every episode. So I liked it when they would take those times and have those like, I mean, that's the other thing. Profile too, pieces. Like, there's also like, in the first season, there's 15 less episodes, mm -hmm. and in the second season, there's 10 less episodes. Right. Which actually goes with modern time, too, because no one wants Completely. to watch a 23-episode season of anything. No, that's very old. That's very old school. And I'm actually... So I was trying to, like, watch one episode of The Vampire Diaries, because I've been... Trying, I've been re-watching some of my old stuff, like Vampire Diaries, Roswell, like old genre television. And I... <laughs> I got there like I'm eight. Sad that you just called that old genre. <laughs> look, it was my. It was, look, I was young when it came out too. Don't don't get it twisted. I was it. old when it came out. Like, okay, <laughs> and you're not that much older. But I was watching it, and I got to like ten episodes, and I was like, oh my god, there's sixteen more. And I was watching like maybe two two every weekend, and I was like, this is going on forever. <laughs> Like, yeah, so I agree. Like, you're used to the shorter now, but I don't necessarily think that works. Even though I think that, like, these shows are taking forever to have one season, I also appreciate the fact that I am more emotionally invested in these characters. Like, all my emotional investment in the characters from Disco, from Disco, is because Pike is, like, so-and-so. Like, he says he makes them individual, which maybe is why I love the character Pike so much. I'm not quite certain. But he seems so personable and so real. And I don't feel like we got that last like last season at all. They were just like these bodies, like these each was an individual symbol of yeah. diversity. Like they didn't have names. They were just there. We were supposed to care about them. And now like I actually have an investment like, oh, you're sticking with Burnham. You're going forward with her. Mm -hmm. Like, why? I don't know. But whatever. I'm I'm here for it. So I think that 
I think that helps. I think that's something they got better at. Once again, I think the writing overall this season is just better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if I think the rela- romantic relationships are better, though. Um, but I think for the most part, because I'm not... Like, I was happy they did not have try and force the Vuk tyler burnham thing as much this season. I think for me, I mean, it's also hard for me to comment on that because most times on shows, romantic stuff is aggravating. It's annoying and it's always forced. Right. That's why I like the fact that they didn't show it that much this season. No, but I'm just saying I don't think it's unique to Discovery. I feel like I feel that way. I watch a lot of romance. There is some good romance out there. I know, but I'm saying for me (laughs) that I personally do not enjoy. I don't find it that great in a lot of shows mm. and like it mostly feels forced to me and it also mostly feels fake to me yeah okay on a lot of shows in my opinion in a lot of shows okay. that i watch that i'm just like um one i'm just like people how often do people really get involved with people that they work with like i don't even want to you know i mean i i always i mean my coworkers have this joke with me where it's like she doesn't even really want to be friends with us, you know? Right. No, but, like, we talked about this last time about how, like, the reason why we were willing to, like, believe and go along with the Bellana Torres and Paris, because they literally took, like, three seasons to make it happen. Yeah, but even then, right? it still kind of caught me off guard. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because even when, um, you know, when they're out in the middle of space and she's like, I love you. I was like, when did that happen? Yeah, the declaration, I got it. Those declarations, I was like, I believe their romance, I did believe their, like, Paris and Bellana's romance more when they were together than, like, the declarations didn't really seem to fit together. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't... I mean, in the same, yeah. I mean, same show, the same with, um, um, what's her name? Six of Nine, nine of Six. Of oh, nine. let's not even talk about that. I hate that romance. <laughs> I just, I was like, wow, this came out of nowhere, too. I just because I buys that romance. Found, I would have found... Even Janeway and like Janeway, Janeway Jacote would have made more sense. It would have even it because of the nature of their relationship. Right, it seemed like okay, that's not a huge leap. No, Jacote and Seven of Nine made no Seven of Nine. That's seven of Nine. Yeah, you yeah. say Six of Nine. <laughs> Whatever, because yeah. she was actually one of a character I didn't felt like they didn't need to add. Nope, I also agreed. I but, thought she was completely unnecessary. Yeah, although I've done some, like, reading on that, apparently, I like, yeah. why they added her, right? We all know that drama, that um, unnecessary drama. But, yeah, I would I'd agree. Then, it's forced. I mean, even, I mean, the Riker, the Riker, uh, Deanna Torres, uh, Deanna, what's it, Deanna Torres. Yeah, Torres, um, uh-huh. I, I was like, I only believed that because it was established that they were dating before. Before. And broke right. Up. And I was like, okay, but the Worf and Deanna thing, I was like, and then I was like, oh, they were just like, oh, this was an alternate reality. Because <laughs> it didn't make sense. Right. And then even And with, they're like, erased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And, um, yeah, you know, so I just feel like a lot of shows, I, I feel like a lot of shows put it in because they feel like they have to. put. You no, know, we talk about this actually, like, I'm really active in Twitter Romance Landia. And we talk a lot about, like, the fact that Shows will add in romance not realizing that romance is literally its own genre. There's a special way to write it. There's a special way to cast yeah. it. So when you're like being hired as a writer for a sci-fi show, that does not necessarily mean that you can and nor also, should you write romance. Men tend to not write romance very well. 
Well, right. Or it's like from the male gaze or it's like it's just or it's too sexual or it doesn't like tell you to recount and what an actual woman would writing, feel. Writer rooms are Pre- male predominant. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, I'd agree. I think you definitely see that, especially in sci-fi shows and particularly looking at the history of romance in Star Trek, that it's not really done well. So I guess in that sense, yay, Volk Tyler and like Burnham are the I same. Know, I just, I just didn't. But I was just happy not to see them on screen. In all honesty, I, mean, I just, I thought I, was, like there's so much more you could do with the show. Yeah. I don't need that romance. Like, I just, yeah, I was just indifferent about it. I just felt like, okay, this is another thing that TV does. You know, right? But I think I was, I, I look, I, I think my feeling was similar in the fact that it was indifferent, but I was also just annoyed because it's not necessary. Yeah, but I mean, I would be but, annoyed right. at every show that I watch. I'll have to think about that more. Because I do watch a good amount of shows that have romance. Some of them, the romance is central to this show. And I think it's handled differently than in like a Star Trek where the romance is just like thrown in because right. I think I'm, they should I, I'm not talking it. about shows that are centered on the romance. Like, I mean, even like if we think about sci-fi shows that romance was the centered like... Um, Farscape? I was thinking more of um, what's that one with um, Lost Girl. Oh, yeah, the romance is, that is the center. That is, you know, that is actually what the show is right, about. Right. And, like, the other yeah. stuff is surrounding that. Right. But how's the romance doing? Yeah. Right. That's totally how Lost And Girl I'm like, okay, with that, I accepted that. Right. Because that was the center of the show. But I just feel like a lot of shows that I watch. It's not know, necessary. It's not. Right. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. So, the other big thing that we had outside of the romance, outside of the writing, was Tilly. Tilly's condition, her being neuroatypical, like the allergies, do we, we, one thing that we said is we wish that they, the next season, so we're saying about season one, we wish the next season, they would just like let her be awkward and leave it at that and not try to make it a neuroatypical thing. Yeah. I think that they did that and I, so I liked it. I liked her just being like awkward and, and nerdy. And I, I feel like. And I loved her relationship with May. I, yes. And I feel like having briefly, um. Having briefly talked to the actress. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah. Um, I think this is a better fit for her. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, okay. I felt like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, did, I thought that it worked, that she would get nervous around people, like, around the commander and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, when she got I, excited, she would speak I feel a lot. Like yeah. That's great for someone who is amb- what I liked about the season and her character mm-hmm. was that I thought it was true to someone with her type of ambition. Yeah. In that low of a rank. Yeah, right. Because, because she's still cadet like, Tilly, right? right? She's a cadet. <laughs> like, and she's not even an officer. She's nowhere on this track. Right. Yeah. So it, it kind of reminds me of every overzealous intern you have in your office. Yeah, that's that basically just, what she is. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, I'm so excited and I can do this, this, and this, and this, and, um, but when I talk to you, I'm really nervous. Mm-hmm. And then I just make it very awkward. No, that's exactly who she is, which was Where weird. everybody yeah. else has been in the job for a while and we're, you, you're, we're just jaded. Right. They're like, Tilly, what do you need to say? She's like, well, did it? And they're like, no, really, facts. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I like the fact that they just let that play out and they sort of dropped all the neurotypical stuff because also that was not working. I didn't know where they were trying to go right. with that. So yeah, I really, I really liked it. I um, liked that. Um, I did like May. Um, mm. 
I, uh, I'm so hoping they bring them back. I love them together. <laughs> and what I also what I liked about the casting of May is that um, a lot of times I feel like with aliens they do just make them white. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like the default was, is always white. white. And I just felt like, oh, this is nice. She's not playing. A, I think she's Latina in real life, but it's just like mm. she's just an alien. Right. Like we could just play aliens too. Aliens could just look like this. Right. Aliens <laughs> can have accents and look a certain way. Right. Yeah. No, I, lo- I loved it. I thought that was really, I really thought that was a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see more of it. I didn't watch the um, the extras that oh, I haven't watched they released, either. so I didn't know well, who the extras Queen are, Ho was. The extras are actually a spoiler because they're all based in the 950 years later. Oh. Oh, are you talking about the production extras? No, the production extras oh, okay. with like Queen Poe where they introduced oh, okay. her because I had never met her. Okay. And she showed up and I'm like, oh, Tilly has this other friend who's a queen. Okay, cool. That's right. I'll go with it. Yeah. And then I had to like, I, w- I thought like maybe I was like, did I miss an episode? So I Googled it and they're like, oh no, she was introducing something else. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's fine. I just didn't know. Right. Yeah. Um, like, I still liked her too. Oh, but okay. We also should talk about the battle. What did you think of the battle? Some um, people thought it was too much. Some people thought it was too many explosions. That like I was not somebody. I read somebody and they said it was Michael Bay worthy. I was like, no, it wasn't. There was too much dialogue. They've never seen a Michael Bay. Movie. I would have exactly what I thought. I was like, no, no, no. There was dialogue and there was plot. It had a point. It's not Michael Bay. You you I can watch a television show by Michael Bay. This that, is not Michael that Bay. That scene of Transformers where um, you see the Transformers balls. I was like, this is too much. I will never compare anybody to Michael Bay. Thank you. I was like, no, this this actually um, was going somewhere. It didn't have like. Okay, the first thing I thought was, wow, CBS All Access has this kind of budget. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I had the same thought, especially when Burnham is shooting at yeah. the butt and all of the they're like they're forming a shield around her, and I was like, y'all, this is money, and the music but I will swells. Say the um. I was like, go you. <laughs> I will say that um, that the sci- the um, special effects, I, I mean, huh. it's just like of of the show, mm. and and I think sometimes that's why I um, am annoyed that it comes before because the 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 look and feel of it is just so far mm. in advance, but. And it's funny because I was actually reading about someone who was saying that um, one of the problems with it is that uh, this is this what we've had a 20 year gap since the last show, I guess. Oh, like since this last Star Trek show, yeah. period. Yeah. 15 years, maybe, or 15, 20, I don't remember yeah. when the last one ended. But um, it's, it's interesting because our technology has gone to a different. Mm-hmm. projection then so what we can imagine what a hundred 200 years is going to be like right is different than what even what we thought 20 years ago 200 years was going to be like so the technology had to change all right right because if we I agree. went with you i'm like if, even if we went to um because one of the things i found interesting is like in tng right yeah he's always reading on like an ipad Right? Basically. Basically. It's an, it's an iPad. <laughs> or some kind of tablet, right? But then now, we're it can thinking... Be a, it can be an Amazon Fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, <laughs> Sorry. There's no product placement in here. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Um, but now, I mean, we have tablets, so it's just like, why would we not have thought of something better in two hundred years? So, like the hologram stuff, I'm just like, oh yeah, because that feels like that's where technology. I know, but then they got rid of it because he was like, that's what was messing up the Enterprise system, so nobody in in Federation will ever use it again. And I was like, well, I think that's how they were trying to fix continuity. Right, but that was annoying. I was like, no, like just. Let the hologram continue and be your own Star Trek. Like, well, that's, that's why I, I, I mean, you know, I would have loved to ask the producer that. Just like, why was it so important to you? Except for you fanboying yourself. That's so, yeah. That you wanted to be in this world. And it's just like, you why know Why wouldn't you want to create your own? Be in this world and take these characters and make them so much better. Because. Yes. I mean, because with Pike. It was, he has to be my favorite breakthrough. Like, I thought I liked, what's his name, um, from last season, Captain from last season. Um, oh, from the Terran Captain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought I liked him. But Pike, I was just like, I was so disappointed that I wouldn't get to see him more. I was pissed that they, had de- that they decided <laughs> that he has to, that Burnham gets to choose her own destiny and change it. But Pike has to stick to his I know, and, and go like, and be like like, I yeah, was, like, I was just like, what, the, what lesson are you trying to teach me here, Star Trek? Which one? And I'm like, if this was a, if this was a reason, if there was a reason for me to hate that they decide to go with continuity, I mean, actually, that was the reason why. Because I mean, honestly, when I found that I don't get to get any more Pike in my life, I'm just like, oh, and isn't he great? Yes, and I mean, I, honestly, I even like this version of Spock. I did too, although I have to admit, I liked him with the beard better than yes. without it. Let me just say <laughs> yeah. yes. like he's not like not that he looked bad without it, but him with the beard, I was feeling Yeah, I was definitely feeling I was that. like, yes, dark Spock, like dealing with your and emotions. And I just feel like I just feel like for the type of person that Spock is, that this is actually a more thought out Spock. Yeah. And like, of course, he's going to be conflicted because he's half human. Of right. course, you know, and I just like, I love their relationship. I, they were such I, good brothers and brother yeah. and sister. They were great together. And I mean, I kind of, I love how, um, I love how he's, he's mad at her, but then he's just like checking himself too. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I'm mad at you because ultimately I'm hurt. Right. You know, but I'm not supposed to feel his feelings, so I'm going to act like I don't. It was it was actually, like, probably one of the... <laughs> I thought they were, like, one of the best relationships we got to watch develop yeah. this past season was Spock and Burnham. And I thought it was great, and I wasn't sure how I would feel about it. But it was so well done, and, like, the two actors really, like, clicked yeah. that I was like, let me watch this more. <laughs> so if there was one reason why I hate... And this is when I was just, like, after... I, I think after they really kind of stop being mad at each other yeah or he stopped being mad at her was when i was just like throw continuity out the window because no. i want more of this well because when he said he was going into the future with her i was like they're gonna do it they're gonna go for it they're gonna do their own thing and then they're like uh, no no the the engine got blown yeah. out he's here he okay and i i All just right. feel like i like pike he might be one of my favorite cats if they could do a spinoff with a pike, I would be a, I would be I'd appreciate it, but I still don't want them to be like he's locked in his destiny. When literally we spent the entire system, like the entire season, excuse me, talking about how Burnham can change her destiny, yeah. but Pike is stuck in his because he wants to save people's lives. Like, right. 
what are you trying to say with this? Like, and I just why? feel like it doesn't it doesn't work. And it, yeah, and I I just feel like like there's no point to it. I I I just wish that they. I mean, and honestly, like, who's asking for continuity? Well, it's that's just, the thing. Like, <laughs> it's just like I, I think was like, were people asking for continuity? Right. I think that's also why it's annoying, though, right? Because like, there have been other Star Treks between the movies, between the shows that have created alternate dimensions. This is literally already established in the world. There's no reason to. Honestly, and I don't even know if you really have to go that deep, right? Why don't you just do like everyone else in the world? Because we don't question everything else. Just create your own. Or just remake it. Right. This is, we're remaking Star Trek. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But We don't have to attach it to the old system. But they have not done that. And I just feel like... I was like, okay, so their their fix is now to put the discovery into um, the future, far future. Right. Which, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm interested in seeing that, but I am also disappointed that I don't get to get more Pike and Spock and Burnham with Spock. Yeah, I agree. I I completely agree with that. So, all right, wrapping up. What's your hope for season three? You want more romance? No, I'm just joking. You want more Tilly? More? What do you want more of? Actually, I it, I am open because this is so out of what they plan for season three or whatever they're planning for mm-hmm. season three is so out of the realm of what I can imagine now. Okay. Because I, I'm like, is this going to be Voyager-esque? Right. Because, I know. But then, who knows? Because they, because they um, uh, defeated Command. Right. This is a, uh, is there might be federation in 950 years i mean there's no reason to think it won't be right so do they just now jump to the future and they're a new federation they're old federation yeah all right um i mean it's just like i don't know how it all fits together because we know that these shows are coming um yeah we know that michelle yo is getting a spinoff yes or a section 31 well, I mean, it's true. It could be Michelle Yeoh and she's working with Valk Tyler's Section 31. Or maybe she's doing it Section 31 in 950 years in the future. Which I am... So my hopes for season four is that the or, writers continue, like, the good writing, but that they also, if they're sending Discovery into the future, they feel freed from the necessity to fit into continuity. Right. That they really create their own world. Because I feel like the universe, like, Star Trek is literally based in the universe... Take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, I agree. That's what I want to see. I think that would be my hope, is this that right. now that they're way in the future, it just frees them up from Right. Do your own thing. thing. But then, I mean, so we do know that there's some other shows coming out. Um, right. We know that Picard is making um, a show. Right. But they've already said that that's, it's supposed to be, once we don't know, it's supposed to be in the same TNG universe as right. the show is on. So that's why for me, if this one goes in the future and does whatever the fuck they want, 900 and something odd years in the future is so far that they should not be linked at all. Right. But um, we'll see how, we'll see what that brings about. Yeah. Um, I think because Pike was such a fan favorite that they are entertaining. I think that would be stupid of them not to. Um, Because I want more Pike in my life. Also, Star Trek fans are loyal. So like if you have a character that we're actually clamoring to see more of, like you can find the money, CBS. You can do this. And we will um, watch it. But yeah, I don't think that was their initial thing. But I think now that they're like, oh, people like the 
this guy. And yeah, but that also wasn't their plan with Michelle Yeoh, right? Like, that's why they killed her I, off. I don't know about that. Like, I don't think they were planning to give her her own show. All right, we'll talk about that in another episode. All right, that's all the wonders that we have to share with you today. To continue the discussion, you can find me on Twitter at Tanagra G-G-N-O-C. That's at T-A-N-A-G-R-A-G-G-N-O-C. Give me a follow and let's continue the discussion. Where can they find you, J-X? Um, you can find me on Twitter at J underscore X-E-X-C-K-S. Or I'm on Reddit. Um, oh, J-X. Yeah, J. No underscore E. CKS and where I mostly talk about gaming. So you know, okay. I, I have very different. <laughs> There's Star Trek games. There's Star Trek games. All right. For all you Android users, you can find us on Anchor and Radio Public. And for all you iThings users, you can listen in on iTunes and Overcast. And if you like to watch a beautiful screen show while listening to our podcast, you can also find us, follow, like, and subscribe on YouTube. So leave us a message on some platform. Uh, suggest a movie, suggest a show. Let us know what your thoughts are. Thanks for joining. Make choices. Don't fill it up. And uh, thanks for celebrating our one-year anniversary with us.